0: Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. I went to a seminary in Oregon, Mount Angel Seminary, in the mid uh, to late uh, 1980s. And in many seminaries, before you are ordained a priest, you can be ordained a deacon, a transitory deacon. In other words, that's not a permanent order that you receive but rather it leads you into priesthood. And at Mount Angel, they did that during your fourth year of theology. I had an assignment of a parish that year to two parishes, uh, one in Sherwood, Oregon, and their mission was in Wilsonville. And I learned uh, under a priest named Father Don Buxman during that year I learned a lot about him, and it's so important to have a priest that could just be a good model and a good person to learn, and Father Don was one of those. He taught me many things, and some things I never told him about, but one thing I remember, we were in the office one day over the weekend, and he was just talking to another staff person, and someone wanted Father Don to sign a letter, and Father Don was kind of hesitant, this I can't say this. This, I don't think, would be accurate. It's not as truthful. And I don't want my name on it. Because he goes to me, whenever I sign something, I want people to know that it is truthful. My behavior, my truth. People will come to know me by what I sign. And if I sign anything and say anything, people won't believe me. And I always learn from that to say, wow. If you're going to sign something, if your name, if you're going to testify or give witness, you have to do that truthfully, and everything should be done by saying, I will stand by what I say because I know it's true testifying and giving witness is part of John's gospel today for the third Sunday of the Advent season. There is such expectation of who the Messiah, the Christ, would be, and they're not sure, and so there's a lot of rumbling and a lot of looking. And as today's gospel, going around asking people, are you the one? Are you the one that we are to be expecting? And they don't know. And so some are beginning to think that maybe John the baptizer is the one that they've been expecting. And they go to him. And of course, as you've heard in the dialogue, that no, there's somebody greater. And I have come then, he says, to testify, to give witness to this one who is to come. For John's gospel says that whoever testifies or gives witness helps people become aware of who Jesus is. John the baptizer is the first of many people who give witnessing and witness and testify to who Jesus is. And so for those of us who've been baptized, those of us who claim and want to follow Jesus and his teachings then, we by our lives give testimony and testifying. And can people believe what we say Not just by words, but by our behavior and example. Father Don taught me that. Don't sign anything unless you know it's truthful. And that way people will come to know that what you sign or what you say is truthful. I think that's the challenge for Christians today. And so what are some ways that you and I can testify and give witness to the light, to Jesus Christ By behavior. There's four things I kind of like to maybe share with you. I think the first thing we can testify to Jesus is to be more like him. Is to use inviting words like Jesus did. Take a look at Jesus in the scripture. And what do you notice about Jesus? His words are always inviting. It's not one of saying you should or else. But inviting to know that you are allowed to come. Whether you're the marginalized, whether you are the religious, whether you believe or not. And so Jesus invites people to follow. Come follow me. And that's always in in knowing that our words can when they're inviting, can make a true difference and give good testimony to Jesus. A lot of times you and I, when we love people, we want their lives to change because sometimes they're living in ways that are unhealthy and sinful and wrong. And we get frustrated. And so we may use language that belittles, that condemns, that's angry. And sometimes it's more about our own ego And sometimes it's not about them and their dignity, but rather the need to control, the need to be right, the need to say, you'll go to hell unless you do these things, doesn't mean we don't speak truth. But if the words are not inviting, that doesn't belittle or demean or demortalize, I think that's how Jesus does that. And I think Jesus gives us a clear model if we were really to look at the Scriptures, Jesus always respected free will. Again, never forcing himself on anyone and sitting down with him and just saying, If you don't, I'm going to be so mad at you, and I will punish you, and I will make you suffer. One of the things about Jesus is that people walk away from him. A lot of times people leave churches. They leave St. Patrick's, huh? We don't like what's happening here anymore. We disagree or this isn't our style or it's time to move on or for whatever reason that people do. And I don't think we should ever be discouraged by that because people have free will. And in doing that free will that you still give people the dignity. Jesus, when he spoke the truth, many people walked away. This is too much for us. Who are you? You are too much known to us. We we can't trust what you're saying. And Jesus never runs back and says, oh, let me change what I was saying, or this is what I really meant. He says, this is what it is. Again, but not condemning, but just simply saying, I respect your free will. Maybe we could do that a little bit better to be a little more patient because our need to control, our need to tell people how they ought to behave because we've arrived, we've decided what the answers are, is not really as patient and giving people dignity. We still speak truth, but we allow people to have free will because God will touch their life in the way that he needs to. One other thing we can do as well is to be compassionate as Jesus is compassionate. That's the greatest testimony and witnessing that we can give. The word compassion comes from the word to suffer with. To suffer with. In other words, when people suffer, when we know their names, when they know their stories, when they come to us and share their stories, God, it's... It's painful to ignore it. You, you can't as a priest, but also those of you who have co-workers or friends or neighbors or family members, th- crisis becomes real when they share with you that they got COVID, that they are unemployed, that they're ill, that they have cancer, that there's a broken relationship. No longer do they become just people out there that you can just say, hmm, be indifferent towards but it hurts, and you suffer with them. And Christians need to do that because everyone is our brother and sister. And so when the COVID numbers go up, there's real suffering, but yet people minimize that by saying, well, this is because of this, or doctors aren't counting right. They go down paths there that just seem to justify that people can not care, or saying that's the way it goes, removing themselves from real grieving and real pain. That's not Christ-like. It doesn't mean you're paralyzed. It just means you are more aware, and that you'll do whatever you can to help the people around you. Compassion means to suffer with. It means that you're not indifferent to suffering wherever it may be. But you have an understanding and that you help people to know that they're not alone. And this one, the last one, is most difficult because it's hard to understand. Jesus had what we would call a just anger. Sometimes we think anger is a sin, and it can be when it is done to harm and belittle and rob people of dignity. That is a sin. But we know in scriptures Jesus was angry at times. Is that a sin? If he's sinless, of course not. But there is a just anger that says, I am filled with anger and rage when people are treated cruelly, when there are unjust ways that we know that rob people of their humanity and dignity. And having that just anger comes from the belly. You know, remember when scriptures, when Jesus is moved with pity, there's a word that means it comes from your gut, from your bowels, that you're just so enraged with that. But what happens is when anyone tries to do the social teachings, the social justice of the church, sometimes people misinterpret that and they think, oh, those people are so angry. Why, why are you so angry? You're preaching so angry. Well, because you know why? Sometimes it causes people to really look in areas of their lives that they don't want to. Because they have life figured out and it works for them. And why take the time to work and care for other people? Jesus has a just anger. Do you just look at it and just laugh at it and go, oh yeah, he got those money changers out when he threw that. Wasn't that a cool story when he got mad and kicked them out and said, no, don't put this stuff in here. Well, that's great. But what about the other times when he really attacks leaders who are hypocritical? When he is against things, when people are robbing dignity of others, when they're ready to stone the woman for adultery. Isn't there a just anger? And that can be misunderstood. We go around thinking, oh, if you're teaching social justice, then you're angry all the time. You're unhappy. You're just not filled with life or good things. And you know why? Because they challenge people in their comfortability. It's not easy. But Jesus models that. And what does he do? Not belittle, not wound, not harm, but challenge and be strong, and have our bowels moved, and saying, this is not the way people are meant to be treated. And so this is how we give testimony to the light. John the Baptist was the first in John's gospel today, the first of many, and you and I are part of that lineage, that we testify. So whenever we give our name at the altar at the scriptures at calling ourselves catholic as christians as followers of jesus we need to be truthful and we just don't put our name to anything when we sign that when we say i testify to this truth needs to come from our mouth and maybe these four things can be something we can look at at this week choose one whether it's inviting whether it's having that just anger whether it's compassion or respecting free will. These are the ways that we give testimony and witness to the light of Christ. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian disciples in mission.